Hello, welcome to our drone show at Microsoft Garage. My name is Wada Casuso. And I am Divya Tiwari. As we know, there are various uh, industries where drones can be applicable. And for that, we have a number of uh, development platforms available in the market today where the developers can go on and work and enhance the drones to fulfill those roles. But and in the following videos, we will be discussing uh, some of the major platforms out there. But before we move on to that, we should review some of the basics of a drone system that so that uh, uh, we have recapula uh, recapitulation of what Guada has already discussed in details in her previous videos. So. If we see here, uh, this is a UAS, uh, and the, there what means UAS? So UAS is an unmanaged aerial system, and it has three major components, as you can see here. The first one is the flight control system, uh, which consists of a person who uses a controller and an optional app that can be. Um, I mean, it can have both of them or so just one this. of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the drone model. Second is the UAV, the unmanaged aerial vehicle, uh, which is the drone itself. Yeah. And the third one is the centralized services. This comes into picture when, uh, suppose, for example, we need uh, updates for the firmware of our drone or we need to process uh, the data for collected by our drone. That's when the centralized services come into picture. So in this slide, you can see that a UAV comprises of a number of objects and sensors that enable it to fulfill its mission. Number one is battery. Battery, as you can see here in this drone. So battery is a very crucial uh, element in the drone because it's a very limited resource. And we have to plan a mission depending on the limitations and the capabilities of the battery of the drone. Then we have camera and real-time video. Camera takes a photographic evidence that might be necessary for the mission of the drone. And real-time video is important when a person sitting on the ground at the ground station needs to know how the surroundings of the drone look like in real-time and then give it the required control. Yep. And then we have gimbal. Gimbal is this part here. So this will hold the camera, as you can see. And uh, gimbal will enable the drone to move the camera without moving the drone's position itself. This is, for example, one here. Yeah. Here's where we have in this. Yep. Yes. And this can be controlled remotely from the ground station. And then we have uh, the payload sensors and onboard system. Payload sensors like the ultraviolet, um, the thermal sensors, uh, and onboard systems like the Raspberry Pi, yep. they can be programmed to come together and uh, enhance the drone to have capabilities like uh, uh, obstacle detection, for yep. example. Perfect. And also, uh, if we go back to the previous slide, there is also GPS antennas. Uh, so GPS antennas provide real-time position uh, to the ground station and uh, the, it enables us to know the exact position of the drone in real time. Great. And we, in, in a system, when we uh, implement a system of drones, it can consist of a single drone 
or multiple domains. And these can be uh, programmed with the helps of platforms, APIs or SDKs that we are going to discuss uh, in the following videos. Yep. And uh, with this system and the, uh, with the help of our developers, we can implement various functionalities like pilot localization, mission planning, and first-person videos and real-time videos, yep. and the list goes on and on. And something that is important before you move here is that you were talking about the U.S., right, where you have like that managerial system yeah. that constitutes. So if you see all these parties, like you have the ground, you have sorry, the ground base where you would have the application, or in the future you can manage that using a wearable or an FPV goggle, and then you will have your cloud services that basically will enhance a lot of functionalities, right. and of course your drones that basically will be the UIB itself. So this map perfectly to what uh, we were speaking before, yeah. That's right. So when we see here, uh, we see the three major players in the market that we will be going over. Uh, yeah, playing in the, around. Yeah, <laughs> and we will be playing around with them. The first one is DJI. It is not an open source, but still it has a lot of code available on GitHub for it. Yep. And uh, it, uh, it does support onboard extensibility, but it is limited to the matrix model for it. And uh, the phantom model does not support onboard extensibil uh, extensibility, but it can be extended on its mobile app. I have a question. When we talk about mobile and onboard extensibility, what that means? So if you remember in our previous slide, we uh, discussed that there are sensors and yep. then uh, there is the onboard system. So things, uh, we can have a Raspberry Pi or something of that sort on board the GPS and it can collect real-time data and process it on board. Okay. And implement functionalities like obstacle detection and uh, it might also take pictures and process them and collect data and process them and upload it directly to the cloud. So that's where uh, onboard e extensibility plays okay. an important role. Nice. When we do not want to take the data and put it in a physical system and then process it. Nice. Okay. And this can be implemented, as you can see, by, uh, with the help of Qt, ROS, or C. Currently, uh, DJI supports both Android and iOS, the, but inbuilt cloud services are not yet provided by uh, DJI yet. Yep. The next company that we have uh, is 3DR, and their development platform is called the DroneKit. Yep. It is open source, and it is a part of DroneCode which is a, uh, an organization for the, all the open source developers. So right now, 3, uh, 3DR supports onboard extensibility, which can be implemented using Python. Yep. And it only supports Android. And the site says that they will be supporting iOS soon. Let's see when that happens. Yep. And it does have cloud services, its own cloud services, and they call it the DroneKit Cloud. The third player that we have in the market is Parrot. And Parrot is an open source again and a part of DroneCode, the yep. open source organization that we have. And they do not support onboard extensibility uh, right now. And they are available for both Android and iOS. They do not provide the cloud, in, uh, the cloud services right now, but they can obviously be extended with the help of third party.
Yeah, and something important is like here, when you see about uh, all these big players that we call, and in fact, we have here, for example, another yeah. platform that is Intel that just came with the Intel Aereo platform itself that is programmable too. This is more on board, and I'm sure you can program mobile applications at the same time is that uh, what is important is like all the cloud services, even when they are not provided by the drone company itself, you can do it that uh, using a cloud provider, and of course, we right. are going to be using Azure for that. Yes. So with that, let me jump to uh, do some coding and demo. We are going to start with the first platform that is DJI. Uh, as you know, DJI has uh, several today, several platforms, um, several drones. So we have from the Inspire, that is the one that I have here, we have all the uh, Phantom line, and we have also the Matrix, that is their development platform. And of course you have the line of the exocopters, exocopters, and the ones that are more professional, uh, in fact. So um, first thing is, if you go today to the site of DJI, that is, you go to their developer.dji.com, uh, you will find the information between their architecture. So, as Sylvia mentioned, what we have in a system normally is we will have the mobile device connected to the remote controller. It depends on the model in general, DJI use and USB connection. And basically, that will let you access to the drone's capabilities. And of course, there is a connection between the controller and the drone that uh, ranges between 2.45, uh, depends on the, on the manufacturers in general. The same scenario we have in 3DR, uh, where in fact, the only modification is that you use Wi-Fi in a seat of a cable. But going back here, is a USB cable, and that is what you have. So understanding the architecture uh, from the model. So first thing that you have to say, and I want to put this in a step so it makes it simple for you to basically follow up. So the first point is to download the SDK from DJI. So you have to go to their site, in fact, uh, if you're a developer, their last, um, you don't need to be a developer at this point, but it would be great if the first things you do is to go and sign up for a developer account. And it's free, you can just go and register and use an email. And the first thing is you are going to download the uh, mobile SDK, the last version that is the 3.3. The and with that, one of, the, uh, one of the first things that, let me miss this, one of the first things that you will do is you go and basically you can start a new project in Xcode. Um, for now, this is just iOS, what we are going to be showing. Moving forward, we will do the Android part and also the summary integration. But on this is what you will get is you start with a project. So let me maximize this. Uh, something that you will get, you start with a single, play, single place project. And the first thing is, in your uh, view controller, normally it depends on how you structure your project. I'm sure we have some uh, good iOS programming here. First thing that we'll ask um, the app is to provide of an uh, app ID. So this is what I have here, in fact, is I need the app ID. What is it? Is the way in which you can identify your application for uh, DJI. So how do you get this app ID? Basically, what you have to do is you go back to the developer portal. Let's say you already signed up for this. So what you have to do is, um, let me see, I go, let me go here from. 
So I will go and I have my user center account. So and you will see I have a lot of demo apps because we've been doing uh, this uh, very often. And the first thing you do is you will create your app. So you will choose, and this is the link between what we've seen in the theory part. You will see either a mobile app or you can program for your onboard SDK if you have a matrix. So let's say I'm going to do a mobile app. I will choose um, a name. I will put demo channel 9. And I will say, OK, let's go for iOS. So first thing is, what is your bundle identification? Because that is very important to basically relate and activate your application. Something important, DJI is not doing any kind of certification at this point. Maybe they do that in the future, but they need this for the activation part. So how you get here, you go to Xcode, basically, and you get the bundle name. You get that, uh, let's say, I will put demo DJI. Uh, SDK, SDK uh, 4, I will put it because I already have one SDK 3, and then you choose the category basically that you're going to use. Uh, let's choose other, I will put this education, and just put a comment to education, and I will create the app. One, I, once I create the app, it will send me an email so I can activate the app itself. So with that, I am like really ready to go at this point. I have my app. I have my framework in the app integrated. I have that register. And something very important now, I'm going to uh, do my first run. And the way in which you do this is either in, in Xcode, you can use your emulator. So I'm just going to run this app to see how it goes. So um, I have my, my iPhone 6 here. For this, this is all working in the last version of Xcode at this point. I'm using the, the version 8. This is the sample code. So it will ask me some questions about permission that I will explain you. And then what basically I will ask to, I will, ans I will access to the functionalities. Okay, everything is good till this point. But something that we need to be aware of is that for developing for drones, what you need to do is you have to be connected to the drone itself. So the thing that you have to do is you have to connect your emulator, basically, to the controller, or you can use your mobile app. So I'm going to show you the good practice of this and what you will have to do uh, moving forward. So DJI has very, I think, very smart de developed this app that is called the DJI Bridge. So if you can go and, as Divya said, you can download this from their site and basically can access it. So what I have here basically is just a bridge between the drone itself, the connection with the controller, and my emulator in the app itself. So you will see I have a connection with the controller, and I also have a connection with the uh, Wi-Fi connectivity. First thing that I need to make sure is that I have this app connected to the same internet line that I, or the same uh, network that I have my development environment. So that is right. very important. So let's go and start trying to figure out this. So I'm going to, first thing is, I'm going to keep this emulator. I'm going to make sure that this is in Microsoft Open, and I'm going to basically switch this to the same network as I was saying before. So let me do that very quickly. This is a Microsoft Open to perfect. So it should be 
Now OK. Just one minute. So let's activate this link. Fantastic. So this is OK now. So the next thing that I'm going to do is I, I have to, as I said, connect this to the controller in order to basically get uh, the same link that the, than the development environment that is my Mac at this point. So if I see now what I have is I have a green flag in the controller. So the connectivity between the bridge app and the controller is set and okay. So I will leave this piece like this and I will go back to my code now. So till this point, we imported the framework, we registered you as a developer, you got a uh, app ID, and moving forward for that, something that is very important, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run this. So if we now go and try to run this, basically what this should happen is that I will have the computer connected to the drone through the bridge itself. So first thing that we need to see here, after modifying the, the debug ideas, I'm going to accept the entrance connections. And if you see, I already have the link through Wi-Fi uh, to the bridge controller. So at this point, I have the emulator connected to the drone, to the uh, bridge app, and the bridge app helping me with uh, the drone itself. So if I go, this is just the app, so I see that the product is connected. Uh, I have the Inspire one, it will show me some data regarding the firmware, and then when I click open, one thing that I will do, for example, is, let's see if I can, I can test this. So let's say FPP. So I should be able to see us, perfect. So if you guys see the camera there, I will just move with this, uh, this part of the camera down and up, see mm -hmm. if we can see there. Perfect, that's okay. us. So we can see the FPV working from the app itself, and that is something that you can program uh, through the SDK. Another information that I can get here is, for example, I can go to the flight controller and says, okay, general control, crossing fingers, this one there, take off. So I'm giving an order to the app, and I will have the drone ready to take off. Of course, I don't have propellers here, so that uh, won't uh, fly, and then, I can go and let me just kill this thing because it couldn't take off. And I honestly, I can interact with all the functionalities that I want with the drone. And so it's just the same thing that you can see today in the DJI Go, uh, Go app, right. where you can see, like for example, here where I have is, I can see the camera again, that is yeah. the same FPV experience that we saw uh, before, you can see uh, data around like telemetry, you can mm -hmm. see if it's, what is the version of the firmware, in fact it's saying that I need to upgrade the, the firmware of that camera itself, and I can get, have all the information around again the sensors and the environment in general. And uh, you cannot control it with the app. You still need the remote control to do it. That's a yeah. very good point. And in fact, uh, to control the drone in general, what you will need always is the control, the remote control, because this is part of your ground base. Of course, you can today automatize some things. So uh, the same thing that we did, like touching the button and saying taking off, you can today take off and use like voice commands or use a wearable as we saw uh, before, uh, but you still will need the communication between the remote, your app, and the drone itself. Uh, another important thing that uh, I will say is before uh, we close this part, 
same. You, everything that you develop, you have to be very careful about uh, what and how do you test this. Because uh, you can start to understand the framework, be able to fly a drone, in fact, given some autonomous capabilities here, but it's very important that you test this in a very controlled environment so you don't crash or like you don't have like any kind of uh, issue itself. Right. So, uh, I think that we have the main pieces, register yourself as a developer, download the framework, put your logic there, um, you have to complete your app key and all the information that you need, set up your, your environment, you can use a phantom, that is a drone that common, commonly you will find uh, with a friend or you will have one, and you are ready to go and explore in this first part. Awesome. So what are we going to see in the next one? So we are going to discuss the other two platforms that we have, yep. the 3DR and the Parrot. Yep. And uh, we are going to learn how we can start off development with these two platforms. Fantastic, fantastic. Yes, and as we move forward, uh, the idea is to give you like the main pieces so you can start. And yes. then we will start doing some more advanced scenarios where we'll integrate uh, what Divya mentioned before is this is the mobile app, right. how we can start progressing to the onboard SDK and then thinking yes. about the cloud services because at the end we are talking about IoT, Internet of Things here. Yes, perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And fly safe. Fly safe, yeah.